0: Discerning Hearts provides content dedicated to those on the spiritual journey. To continue production of these podcasts, prayers, and more, go to discerninghearts.com and click the donate link found there, or inside the free Discerning Hearts app to make your donation. Thanks, and God bless.
1: Discerninghearts.com presents Building a Kingdom of Love, Reflections with Monsignor John Esif. Monsignor Esif is a priest of the Diocese of Scranton, Pennsylvania. He has served as a retreat director and confessor to St. Teresa of Calcutta. He continues to offer direction and retreats for the Sisters of the Missionaries of Charity. Monsignor Asif encountered St. Padre Pio, who would become a spiritual father to him. He has lived in areas around the world, serving in the Pontifical Missions, a Catholic organization established by Pope St. John Paul II to bring the good news to the world, especially to the poor. He continues to serve as a retreat leader and director to bishops, priests, and sisters, seminarians, and other religious leaders. Building a Kingdom of Love, Reflections, with Monsignor John Essif. I'm your host, Chris McGregor. What's in your heart today?
0: It's Jesus. Jesus, the King of Kings, the Lord. His title, The Kingship of Jesus Christ. You know, when you think of a king and you think of a conqueror, how the power of Jesus is really summed up in the Sacred Heart. His love is his power. Jesus the King, overcoming the three major enemies of love. One is sin. Jesus conquered sin. In the gospel of today, it refers directly to him as king. And when he celebrates that kingship, it was on the cross. In the Gospel of Luke in the twenty third chapter, beginning with the thirty fifth verse, these events are taking place while he's reigning on his throne. What is the throne of Jesus Christ? The cross. What is the crown he's wearing? Thorns. What is the sign above him? Look at your crucifix. I-N-R-I. Jesus Nazarenus Rexidiorum. That's in Latin. Jesus of Nazareth, King of the Jews. And so here is the reading for today's Mass. The rulers sneered at Jesus and said, He saved others. Let him save himself, if he is the chosen one, the Christ of God. Christ means the anointed one. Christ, in the line of David, is Christos, is one who is anointed king. He saved others. Let him save himself. The rulers sneered at Jesus and said, he saved others Let him save himself, if he is the chosen one, the Christ of God. Even the soldiers jeered at him. As they approached to offer him wine, they called out, If you are king of the Jews, save yourself. Above him these words were inscribed, This is the king of the Jews. Now one of the criminals hanging there reviled Jesus, saying, Are you not the Christ? Save yourself and save us. The other, however, rebuked him. Have you no fear of God? For you are subject to the same condemnation. And indeed, we have been condemned justly here is a sinner his sin was thievery and he actually died a sinner and a thief because listen to what happens and indeed we have been condemned justly for the sentence we have received corresponds to our crime but this man has done nothing criminal then he said jesus Remember me when you come into your kingdom. He replied to him, Amen, I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. The first one that we know that entered heaven was a thief, he was a sinner. Jesus came to save all sinners. When you see the crucifix, you see the sign that if you are a sinner, and today I'm here at the retreat house, and what I did was hear confessions. Jesus from the cross forgives all sin. Wherever you may be, whatever you have done, this criminal, this thief is a sign that Jesus is all powerful in saving us from our sin are you a sinner jesus wants to save from your sin there is no sin no sin that he can't forgive the only thing that you can remain unforgiven which is like the sin of the holy ghost is not to bring your sin to him every sin was forgiven by the blood of jesus christ Jesus conquered every sin. Jesus is the king of peace. Through his cross, he has brought peace to the individual sinner, to nations, and to the world. Jesus is the king who has conquered sin. Reigning rampant from the time of Adam and Eve throughout the whole world is the devil. Jesus from the cross has conquered the devil. When I was in South America, it was the first time I had run so rampantly into witch doctors. You see, Jesus conquers all brujeria, all brujos. The, The witch doctor is bringing into the world the craft of the evil one. Jesus conquered this Satan. When I was in India... I noticed so many people who are practicing all kind of witchery and witchcraft and deception and lies and and deceiving through their witchcraft. Jesus has conquered Satan. The other day, there was a rerun of The Exorcist. Raymond Arroyo had on his program uh, The Exorcist, and he advertised it as the scariest movie in the past 40 years to know on this feast of Christ, the King, Jesus conquered Satan. Jesus is the ruler, not the devil. The devil hasn't taken over the world. Jesus has, he is the conqueror of Satan. Paul tells us that he created Satan. The truth of it is he made all things, visible and invisible. He knows the devil as his creature. How can this creature of Jesus conquer Jesus? On the contrary, the truth of the matter is that you, Christian, if you're baptized, when the priest signed you on your forehead, he signed you with the sign of the cross and claimed you for Jesus Christ. That cross is on you. You are under the power of Jesus Christ and no Satan or satanic force can come near you. The exorcist is the absolute worst movie than I have ever seen or has said anything about the devil. I think it's a tool of Satan because the exorcist brings out that he somehow is God's equal and the outcome is so scary. It's a deception. There is no doubt about the outcome. Jesus is the conqueror of Satan, and he did so on the cross. By the sign of the cross, you have been saved. On your chest, when you were baptized as a child, was put in the form of oil, a sign, an anointing, a shield against Satan, to drive out the forces of Satan in you because you were under the power before you were baptized, under the power of Satan. You have been claimed for Jesus Christ, and he is holding you. He will never let you go. Jesus said, I will never lose anyone that I have claimed. The only way that you could be lost is that you yourself choose the evil path. What a great feast today is because of infinite love You have your sins forgiven because of the infinite power of Jesus Christ. You have been claimed and reclaimed from Satan. And you have no fear of the devil. I was just recently in South Dakota, and this mother was telling me about her little boy. For for years, he'd been terrorized by his, his dreams. And he was screaming, and it was really a great cry. When I would meet that little boy, I... I I made the sign of the cross over him four or five times, and I was praying over him. And he is finding peace through Jesus Christ. Jesus has conquered Satan. Let that word go out to every baptized Christian, to every person in the world, and especially to those in South America and in India, where there's a lot of witchcraft, in Africa where there's still many many who are practicing magic and witchcraft or in Thailand Jesus has conquered the devil Jesus has overcome Satan Satan is his creature and Jesus came to save us from the the torment and the dominance of Satan who is a liar and a deceiver. Jesus is the king of truth. Jesus is the king of love. Now, he did not come down from the cross, but because he was the king, he entered into death. He died and was buried and, listen, rose from the dead. No other human Ever did that. There is no comparison between Jesus Christ and any other person in the world. There is none. He is the conqueror of death. Jesus is risen from the dead, He is alive. And the magnificent teaching right today that you and I have of Jesus Christ is that He has communicated that life to every one of us who has been baptized. He is the firstborn of the dead. We are members of his body. And everyone who is in heaven now, including that good thief, everyone, my parents, who are dead, my sister who died, death is not the end for us. Death is the beginning of paradise, for all of those who honor, praise, and glorify Jesus Christ, the kingship of Jesus Christ that Paul so glowingly talks about in his letter to the Colossians. For in him were created all things in heaven and on earth, the visible and the invisible, He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. He is the head of the body, the church. You here on earth are joined to him, and Jesus, who is in you, suffers. And if you're in a hospice situation right now, and you're listening to this, you are going to die. And you, because of Jesus, are going to live with him forever. Death won't be the end for you. When you close your eyes to this world, because of Jesus, you're going to open them. And there he will be in you, bringing you to the Father, bringing you for all eternity to heaven. Your death Because of Jesus will be the beginning of eternal life. He is the beginning, the firstborn of the dead, that in all things he himself might be preeminent. For in him all the fullness was pleased to dwell, and through him to reconcile all things for him, making peace by the blood of his cross through him whether those on earth or in heaven when we celebrate the feast of christ the king here on earth whether it's in nebraska or pennsylvania or whether it's in africa or whether it's in india or australia or russia or any place in this world. We are joining those of the blessed in heaven. Jesus is the firstborn of the dead. This feast day of Christ the King, celebrated at the last Sunday of the church year, is meant to herald all throughout the world hope. He is the king of peace. You know, War is not the end. He actually has a plan for this world to live in peace. We, if we begin to believe it, we can believe in this world there can be peace. Every single nation, every single person can find peace in Jesus Christ. Every single person, especially can find love in Jesus Christ. He is the king of love. Every single person can find truth in Jesus Christ.
1: Monsignor, is it true that sometimes we give too much power to the evil one? You had mentioned the exorcist and and how that was such an awful m- movie, but yet it captured so many people's hearts with, and embraced it with fear. Do we overemphasize him?
0: I think what it is, is the, the devil is a powerful creature that was made by God. And the whole world was under the power of Satan. And so how can you overemphasize that power between the time of Adam and Eve and 2013 years ago, the whole world was under the power of Satan. And that's that's a gospel truth. But when Jesus came into the world, what we have not published and brought into the world is the power of Jesus Christ. The power of Jesus over Satan. The only one to conquer Satan is the one who made Satan. And what we don't have straight is that Jesus is all-powerful over the evil one. And it's not a battle of equals. And the problem with a movie like The Exorcist and the kind of ideas that are floating around out there, and they have floated around not only for centuries, but for millennia, from all, all, all all the ages until Jesus. And ever since Jesus Jesus conquered Satan, Jesus conquered every everyone who is evil, and by that power which is what the cross, every one of you who is baptized, if you're listening to me and you know and Raymond Arroyo should know better at least i you know just to at least point out, and I don't think it was pointed out during that program that Jesus is all-powerful over Satan, and you do not have to be afraid of Satan, and you can overemphasize the power of Satan when you fail to emphasize the power of Jesus Christ. And that movie was publicized as the scariest movie on the Eve of All Saints. All Hallows' Eve in the world today has become a time for spooks and and. Uh, all kinds of crazy stuff about st- demonic activity and graveyards and, and and scary things for what and especially at that time all hallows eve when jesus came into the world to bring holiness to human beings all saints day to use that occasion to publicize that terrible book and, and I believe it's just, uh, and, and you see it, and at that time, all over on the, on the movies and the movie channels, they were showing all these scary movies. And kids grow, growing up and get scared and frightened. For, from whom? And any Christian who knows the power of Jesus Christ is not afraid of the devil. And certainly you priests who may be listening to me, and certainly you deacons who are preaching, and bishops, you are the chief exorcist in your diocese. And there are many dioceses. If you're listening to this, beloved bishop and shepherd, and you don't have an exorcist in your diocese, the devil exists and the devil is tormenting people in your diocese. And to to place the exorcists and the power of Jesus Christ and the power of the church and the power of the cross and any bis- any priest or Deacon who is baptizing, especially to recognize that you have the exorcisms right in the baptism formula. Do you reject Satan and all his works and all his promises? We recognize Satan and Jesus did conquer him. We recognize sin and Jesus conquered sin. You can live a holy life. Your life does not have to be dominated by any addictions or things that take you into darkness. You can be holy because of Jesus. His life is in you through your baptism, through your confirmation, and today through your union with him in Holy Communion. Eat my flesh, drink my blood. I am the vine. You are the branches. I am in you. I have conquered sin and Satan and death. You are my body. You are one with me. I am the firstborn of the dead. You, I want to be with me for all eternity. In heaven today, the kingship of Jesus Christ, the kingdom of Jesus Christ has already begun. The kingdom of Jesus Christ on earth is being proclaimed throughout the entire world. Hail, glory, honor, and praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Conquer of sin, conquer of Satan, and conquer of death all of us are called to live with you and we use those names that that this phrase so often forever and ever for all eternity our life the kingdom of paradise is eternal peace eternal love infinite love
1: it it seems as though that this is a day to celebrate the divine order. And what I mean by that is, as Christ is the king, he brings order to all of creation. You know, where there was chaos, he becomes uh, the one who brings that peace because of order, and that's why holy orders is such an important sacrament for the church, because through That that gift of our bishop, of the priest, of the deacon, it's it's as though that's an extension of that. So in that giving us the right order, we as lay people, when we try to replicate those roles outside of the great grace that's given to us in the sacrament, we can get in trouble, and we need to really have this renaissance of an appreciation of the Holy Orders over the power of evil.
0: In the church, there's this divine order that you talk about, that each person plays a unique role in filling up the body of Christ. In Ephesians, he talks about that order in the body. So as that body is arranged by him, the order that you're talking about is that you discover what that is in you that Christ has given you to bring about the salvation of the world through you. Each of us not only has received from him the divine life by sanctifying grace, but you have been given a mission to function within the body by actual grace, and so you're commissioned not only to receive this magnificent life of Jesus Christ within yourself, so that when I'm talking to you, I'm talking to him, but also when you're functioning within the body as the bishop, as a priest, as a deacon, as a married man, as a married woman, as a single consecrated person, as a young person, as a child, let every one of you join to Christ, but you have a specific role to play as a 10-year-old within the body, and not to end. Not to lack the emphasis, bless your children, fathers. You have a power to bring order, peace, and love to your child. When there's a dysfunction in that child or when sickness takes place, Jesus is powerful in bringing health, blessing, healing. Through you, everyone plays a role. And it's knowing the order that you have, the power that you have, and the distribution of the gifts in the body of Christ. The conquering of Jesus Christ in the world today is not only that which the head does, but each member of the body can participate in the extension of the kingdom of God, first by becoming fully alive in your own membership, and then by extending that membership to the world around you. Thank you. Yes, that's a good point. Holy orders.
1: Final thoughts, Monsignor?
0: God bless you. Happy feast.
1: You've been listening to Building a Kingdom of Love, Reflections with Monsignor John Esif. To hear and or to download this conversation, along with hundreds of other spiritual formation programs, visit DiscerningHearts.com. Or you can find it within the free Discerning Hearts app. This has been a production of Discerning Hearts. I'm your host, Chris McGregor. We hope that if this has been helpful for you, that you will first pray for our mission, which is to offer rock-solid and authentic spiritual formation freely to souls around the world. And if you feel us worthy, consider a charitable donation, which is fully tax-deductible to help support our efforts. But most of all, we hope that you will tell a friend about discerninghearts.com and join us next time for Building a Kingdom of Love, Reflections with Monsignor John Essef.